some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. It's the Process Podcast, episode 46. Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What's going on? How are you feeling? You have COVID, don't you? No, you have COVID. maybe. No, maybe. Hopefully you might not. Have COVID, Hopefully potentially. not. Potentially. There's a, maybe this I guess is there it. technically is a potential risk that you do. There is a potential risk, yes. Very, very slim. I'll see how I am tomorrow. If it, if it gets worse, I'm going to have to go get tested. Get a fucking whatever. Um, Get a Q-tip shoved a Q-tip up your nose. Sh- yeah, shoved into my brain. Just a my <laughs> brain tickled, you know? Ew, that's mm, gross. Yeah, not fun. It was real gnarly. I mean, I, I genuinely hope you don't I have COVID-19. If you do, that don't. means I have to go get tested because I saw you not too long ago. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, like I was saying, I don't have like the more obvious symptoms yet anyways, but you also said yet. people are different, right? So... Maybe I, yeah. but that's what I say. I'll see you tomorrow. What I'm yeah. like, but if, and I feel like you, you always, I mean, in living with you for two years, I've, I've, I've known you when you get sick, and when you get sick, I get sick, and then it just spirals. Remember the time we were both sick for like a month, two months straight? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, because we kept you on had giving it, each you other had it the longest. Like you got sick, and then I got sick after, and then you started to get a little bit better, and then I got worse. And then got you sick again. Yeah. And then I started to recover a little bit. And then you got even worse. And then it went back and forth. It was terrible. Our immune systems were cycled. Our immune up. systems hated each other. We were we we were synced up quite literally. We we're on the same same cycle. The same same immune system cycle. Yeah. Girls, yeah, can, girls can sync their menstrual cycle. We can sync our man cold cycle. Our man, the man flu. It was pretty intense though. That was yeah, Big it was day. probably not good thing but yeah oh i've got exciting news oh yeah a couple couple exciting things have happened in the last 24 hours okay do you want exciting thing number one or exciting thing number two i'm gonna go with one first okay number one i don't remember which one i sit out but i've started a new field notes notebook today Mm, true yeah i do it's it's, you sent a picture of and i do like the cover has a w on it yeah for um printed in wyoming this one, this specific model is, it is a specific model. It is the first book in the nine, in the book of nine series of the United States of Letterpress series that they did, which celebrates the rich history and artistry of letterpress printing in the United States of America um, in a collaboration with Finch Paper and French Paper Company. Hmm. And if you see on the inside of the book here, you see that little pattern that goes all the way around? Yep. That pattern is reproduced from the Bay Palms book from 1640, which is the first known book to be printed in the American colonies, which I thought was kind of cool. Cool, cool history, too. Um, it's designed by someone named Genghis Kern. Genghis Khan? <laughs> I th- I think Genghis Kern is a studio name. Okay, yeah. Like a play on yeah, Genghis Khan. Genghis Kern is definitely a studio name. Based yeah, I think um, it's a play on Genghis Khan has to be. Has to be. 
Oh, you're going to love the practical applications in this one though. Oh yeah. Number seven is a capital I versus lowercase L versus the number one. Nice. How smart is that? I like that a lot. Uh, What are some other ones here? (laughs) Number 29, blocks to play with. Nice. Give me, give me a number between one and 30. Three. Sorts, sorted. All right. I kind of don't get that one, but I feel like if I thought about it enough, I could, I could understand it. Uh, you, you'll, you'll like number 19, matrix mishaps. Mm, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, I like that actually. That's pretty good. Favorite jobber jobs, lasting impressions chromatic expressions lessons learned drawers to organize i just randomly thought is it november is it friday the 13th this week it will be on friday on yeah. friday yeah i don't know why that Which, just came up but last friday the 13th that we had the entire world ended basically oh my god so, yeah all right so is it gonna get worse probably march march 13th was the day that our entire world just damn became depleted. Well, that actually is cursed then. Yeah. It'll be it? interesting to see. Do you think uh, it's going to go full like Mad Max mode? I genuinely America's think so. America's like, going to have a civil war again. Probably. Someone's Ontario's going, get... going Ontario's going crazy with the COVID stuff. Yeah. It's, re- it's real messy. Like really, really bad. Over, 14, over 1,400 cases today. That's almost like that's almost the amount of people that went to my high school. I'm telling you, they're gonna have to like one of those like zombie movie like quarantine zones in just Toronto. <laughs> like mm, they're gonna lock no, it. people in hazmat suits, lock off the area. They're gonna have to, man. It's crazy. I kind of want to see that, but I also don't because that'd be terrifying. You you think of how close we came back in March to that happening, like, yeah. and the fact that it's so realistic, it could happen. But uh, guess guess what this guess here's the thing guess what the second, the second exciting thing to happen today is does it have anything to do with L chroma potentially potentially okay potentially I'm excited I think either as we speak or tomorrow morning the acrylic profiles of chroma are getting laser cut at work oh yeah oh yeah just went that for fast it. oh okay. that fast. Okay. I I was talking to the guys at work today because we we got a a RFQ, which is for those who don't know, an RFQ stands for a request for quote, right? For um a new for some job where some company wanted us to cut this textile wool fabric for some chairs. It's like layers of felt that are stacked up, and that creates the seating surface of the chair. I was like, oh, this is like an one of the guys, Lachlan, was in the room. The other guy, Kai, was in the room. And they're both like engineering creative geniuses. Mm-hmm. Ridiculously intelligent. And I was like, oh, this is this is my time to, to shoot my shot. I'm going to shoot my shot and ask the question. And so we were talking about those chairs for a bit. And I said, what about this chair over here? And I realized I don't have it on my portfolio. You have it, but not as a product more of a graphic exercise yeah i have no idea if sebastian has any type of digital digital presence other than instagram instagram excuse i don't me. think so so i was like oh, gotta go to sean oh man i got hiccups again so i went to um 
Sean's portfolio, found Sean's portfolio, went to the chair project. He was like, oh, that's, they're all like, oh, that's pretty cool. I said, yeah, we were thinking about getting it laser cut, like out of acrylic and making not a functional prototype or not a severely functional prototype, but more of like an appearance-esque model that we can use in as a portfolio piece. They're like, yeah, like if you have the DXF file, we can cut it today. They're like, we can cut it tomorrow. So I'm like, oh, shit. Let me just make that DXF file real quick. Cause I had the old CNC files, which yeah. was a an AI file, just save as dot DXF. Yeah. Done deal. Um, so we did that and kind of went through this like brainstorm idea of what we could do and like especially for the acrylic rod because they seem to have a bit of a concern that over time the acrylic rod may actually sag from it being suspended in that way so Mm -hmm. which i didn't really think um but kai actually came up with an interesting idea of using a metal rod going through it and then putting a acrylic sleeve over top of it which i thought could be kind of interesting um so yeah they're gonna get cut tomorrow so i'll i don't know where i'm gonna keep them damn okay i don't know what we're gonna do in terms of acrylic rod or anything we can probably go to acrylic depot and get yeah get some stuff they weren't even like priced for that they were just like yo let's just cut it i'll worry i'll i'll they didn't bring it up right right then and there but i'm not expecting them I'm not expecting the company to foot the bill for that project because that's it's a full sheet of of acrylic that yeah. those are going to end up fitting on. It's like 120, 130 bucks for 10 mil acrylic. So I was like, I'm, which come to think of it, may actually be cheaper than the hardwood veneered plywood. It is for the I mean, for the walnut for the walnut. It's definitely cheaper. Yeah, even can't for remember the, what it was for the maple because the walnut was like 170 something, right? 175 yeah, ish 180 175 yeah around there and then the the maple i want to say it was like one it's like 140 something or less yeah yeah 140 150 maybe 40 150 i feel like so it sounds about right anyway yeah. so that means we're gonna have to reach out to sean and um sebastian pretty soon and uh talk to them and i'll talk to the guy once we actually get the stuff made like once the pieces are cut um i'll talk to uh, my boss and like talk to james and see if we can use the shop on a weekend i know the shop's going to be busy this weekend and the weekend after finishing up a a project that they have going on that i can't speak about unfortunately it's pretty cool but i can't speak about it mm-hmm. um even though technically i've never signed an nda um probably get in trouble pretty quick you spill yeah. beans on as soon that. as you say something the the uh nda ninja comes out of nowhere and kills, like, and kills you yeah and you're gone yeah just get sliced right in the neck yeah. which is not what we want no. so yeah we'll give them a, we'll give them a call chat with them a bit and basically say uh by the way this is happening i will pick you up at this this day and this time <laughs> And we will make a big chair. Mm. We'll have to. Lachlan suggested that we go for a colored rope material because he said you're going to get that color like play through the clear acrylic, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you got a point there. I think red could be pretty cool. Well, that's why I was thinking like if we get one that was like two colors, 
Mm, yeah, or like or woven, like, yeah. like a red and blue, like woven paracord one. I know they do really that. Cool. I know they do those like different woven, like multicolor ones. Mm-hmm. That'd be, It'd be cool, cool if we can get that and photograph it with like red and blue lights too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so I think having like a two tone might even bring like some little another level of like detail because the rest mm-hmm. of the chair will, will look super light and simple and it'll almost disappear because it's so yeah. clear yeah and then you have a little bit of detail in the in the rope i think that'd be kind of cool yeah and they were saying too like 10 mil should be okay in terms of structurally like it should be fine mm-hmm. but that he uh kai also said what you could do is just put two um 10 mil halves side by side like double it up double it up which i which is a fair point because that would um, pretty much he, bring it almost to the same width as the wood, right? Exactly. And he said you could glue it. And I'm thinking, well, if we put the dowel in and like clamp it in place temporarily and just rope, every, lace everything up effectively, we won't need glue because the rope is going through the holes in yeah. both pieces, holding everything together. Yeah, I think yeah, I do it without. Because I think it'd be tricky with glue doing it. Oh, so tricky. Um so it doesn't look bad like hiding that's the the... thing unless they've got another technique that i'm not aware of because kai Kai especially kai is a freaking genius like never trained in solidworks but the amount that he knows about solidworks and computers is just ridiculous like he never took solidworks class he just taught himself basically yeah like probably knows more than dennis does that's crazy dennis knows solidworks like the and lachlan man dude if there's ever been a guy that is proficient at SolidWorks, it's Lachlan McVie. Damn. This guy's insane. Not really. I wish. Did you did you know there's a shortcuts feature in SolidWorks? You can press a button and it brings up like quick actions that you can do. Yes. Whether you whether whether you want to like measure something, select something, draw a specific line, you can customize the shortcut. Isn't there to like be whatever you want? Isn't there one where it's like you hold the button and you like right click drag up or something and it has like a little wheel with different shortcuts there's that one there's there's, the, there's another one like that where it um allows you to pick different views on your drawing like different orientations but this one is you press you can press s for shortcut and then it'll bring up the selection tool the measurement tool and i think mm. the align tool by default but you can customize that and you can customize different letters on your keyboard to correlate with different tools. So you know how there's you can measure something mm-hmm. without giving it a smart dimension, like mm-hmm. without defining yeah, it? Yeah. You used to have to go up to tools, go down to evaluate, click measure, and then you used to have to click your points. Now, all I do is click M, little measuring tape pops up, boom, boom, done. Nice. That's pretty oh, it's, cool. it's amazing. It's amazing. Damn. That's so. There we go. That's another big uh, nifty update. That's that's pretty sweet. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. What do you think about Same. the metal rod in the middle? I think. I mean, that would definitely solve any. Like, we wouldn't have to worry about any strength issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the only thing would be the look, but like thinking about it, I don't even think really you would. A notice it that much, and B, it might even kind of work with it. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, if it's like a nice. We can obviously sand it and like polish it or yeah. give it a give it a give it a nice matte finish or even a polished finish yeah. too, right? Because you're saying um, like 
um, basically like a, a metal rod with like a acrylic tube over it. Yeah, because right? the acrylic tube will provide us with that lip that keeps the two pieces from coming, the two side yeah. pieces from coming together. Because I think when we were talking about it the other day, it was the same thing just with um, an acrylic rod inside of an acrylic tube. Mm-hmm. Which is also a potential solution. That's which, also another thing we can do. Which would obviously be stronger than just a rod or a tube on its own. But then obviously, mm-hmm. yes, a metal rod inside would be even stronger. Yeah. I think yeah. the acrylic, I think, especially for what it is, would be more than strong enough. But yeah, I could see that over over a time, like a steel rod wouldn't have the flex that the acrylic does. So yeah. it, would, it would it would keep its shape over mm-hmm. time, even with weight yeah. on it. Whereas the acrylic, I could see, yeah, like it's meant to flex before it snaps. Exactly. So, so. yeah, especially being like a, just a tube or a rod but mm-hmm. again yeah maybe an acrylic tube in an acrylic rod could be more than strong enough i don't know that's what i'm thinking too like you it's we're not making it to sit in it every day eight hours yeah a day. it's more of an exploration it's a it's more of a material exploration and continuing to pursue that original idea that we had like two two and a half years ago yeah. but also this this gives us a good avenue to take really good photos of it and really make a very strong portfolio piece out of it. And also showing that you're, you're following up on an idea, right? Yeah, exactly. And we got to get that on uh, design milk and core yeah. core 77 or whatever. Yanko like get Yanko design to do a piece about it. Sync series. Zero. If, if mm. I, we, if, if we did something that ended up on Sync Series Zero, I would cry of happiness. That'd be like a dream come true. Oh my God. How cool would that be? Yeah. It would kind of fit the vibe, to be honest. I don't think anyone that I can recall, I don't think anyone's chair has gone on to the point anywhere. where it's been it's been featured. Actually, no. There you remember the cork one from two years ago? Three yeah. years ago? Yeah. That one was featured on. It was featured on another Instagram account. Um, I can't remember which one it was specifically, but I don't. It wasn't one of the Yanko Design type things. Which, if you can get your work into something like Yanko Design or Design Milk or Core even Core seventy seven to feature some of your work, that's a big step up. Yeah. And that's also a publication. That's yeah. considered a publication, which you can use link on LinkedIn. Put it on your resume. It's it's good asset. Oh man, I got monster hiccups right now. Yeah, that'd be um, that'd be awesome. That'd be. I was Huge I was just thinking asset. of like drone footage too, like having like a top down view of it and stuff like that. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, it's gonna be so gnarly. Yeah, I th- yeah I could see it like it'd have to be in like an old like factory or something type mm-hmm. setting. I could see Which that. We fit have a we so have a well. weld shop in Caledon that. I think we can use on weekends. Like James, my boss is telling me today, he's like, yeah, anytime you want to go to the Caledon shop, just like feel free, take some buddies. Apparently there's an old, like old, old timey pizza oven there mm. with like rocks and stuff. He said, yeah, if you guys want to make a pizza, make a pizza. It's like, fair enough. All right. That's our lunch cover right there. Yeah. Lunch, Spring lunch is good to fun. go. I, Cause I could really see like the whole, cause it would be, it would look like a futuristic and even, yeah more futuristic version of the chair that's already looks kind of futuristic mm-hmm. um 
and having that in contrast with like an old setting would be i think like a perfect be super cool contrast piece right it adds to a bit of that industrial aesthetic too right and that, That's yeah thing. yeah exactly because it's not like super especially if if we use something like a metal like a say like an aluminum rod just for the sake of it still being lightweight use an aluminum rod in there that little bit of metal finish definitely ties in the uh the whole industrial industrialized aspect of it yeah i'm thinking more now like having like an aluminum rod inside too could again add another layer of detail that could work because mm-hmm. it would look like it's kind of suspended in this clear plastic yeah, yeah. which could like actually the rope be a really is floating these rods are floating which could like, add that little level of of detail right I could actually be what pretty I'm cool. Ex- run it past that. We'll run it past the guys and get their opinion. I think they would think it's pretty yeah. rad. I think it adds another. I think so. Level of I detail, so. actually. Sebastian probably takes some convincing. Sebastian's just a very particular person, but that's the type he's, of guy he is. He he's gonna have to, to do the, the the math the math on it to see if it will actually hold the weight. <laughs> I guarantee you, it won't. Like, there's totally the potential that someone sits in it and the entire thing cracks because it's acrylic, right? Yeah, possibly. But, um, I mean, there's the possibility of using the material Lexan, but that's obviously more expensive. It's more expensive. It's different to cut because it's a different material property. But for the sake of what we're doing, I genuinely think acrylic is going to be totally fine. I'm so stoked to see the photos of it because I can imagine if we get these, we can get these like big light bar type things. It's going to cast like a big, clear shadow highlight area on it mm-hmm. or a reflection of light which i think is oh, dude, i could think so too good. if you had any sort of like led light bar or something like that light tube um with a different color shining through it would like tint the clear acrylic right yeah and it would it would look it would like light up the whole chair Dude, LED right? strips along the bottom. Yeah, like it would light up the whole chair because you know it's like it's like glass, right? When you shine a light yeah. through the end, it will light up the whole panel. Oh my gosh! It would have that Dude, effect. We've, we've created something. Yeah, man. I'd look good online. Wow. I think we'd oh get on like gosh. Design Milk or something and be like, "Yeah, look at this. This is Dude. actually kind of sick." Chroma merch. <sighs> okay, you are designing the Chroma merch because I think I'm out of down. the four of us. Out of the four of us, you definitely have the strongest sense of graphic design. I'm down. I was say somewhere, somewhere on the chair, we got to have like a little. Um, uh, <laughs> we have to convince the guys or tell them or something at some point. But it'd be cool to have a little the little BDC tag on the chair somewhere. Oh yeah, I wonder if because it'd be cool to run like the, um, if we did Chrome merch or anything like that under. Like that under was like a design company. that was like a product line under BDC. Yeah, we could probably three D print little tags to put on the ends of the rope. Remember that? Oh, no, hundred percent. That'd be the best way to do it. Hundred yeah. percent. That would be three D print it and just oh paint it. Oh my god, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. What I would totally do is just print two halves with a um, like a a channel cut in each half for the yeah. for the paracord to slide in mm-hmm. um maybe put some ribs in it so it grips and then 
I would just make it like a little like rectangular kind of box mm-hmm. and then emboss like the BDC yeah. with the extra little line and then just like do it out of black film or something, paint it black and then go over and paint the BDC in white then have a color strip or something. Oh. And then you just like either glue it or we, I could literally put holes for like a little screw. And actually, I, th- I think a screw would be cool to have a mechanical fitting. Screw would be cool. But, um, and do the same thing where it was like the egglet thing for the Yeah, for the totally. Rope. Yo, that yeah. would be, yeah. That's got to be the best way to go about I it. I think that would be the the best thing, I think, by far. That would be so cool. I'm stoked to get Sean on next week and just tell him about it. Like, not tell him about it. Run it by him and say, like, are, are you in on this? Because I, I know for a fact he'd be so in on this. We had this we had this conversation back in, like, end of July, right? Yeah. I was in a pool. You were in a pool. Sean was in a no, you were on the thing. I was you were of outside the of the pool. Yeah. Seb was outside of the pool. Me and Sean were canoodling in the pool. And I think Seb brought it up. Yeah, no, it was because Seb doing had, more doing more when Seb work. when Seb came, one of the first one of the first things first conversation I had with Seb was he was asking me something about working on something together. And I said to him, Well, actually I'd be kind of thinking of like doing a chroma thing get everyone together and actually working on something mm-hmm. and then he's like oh yeah that'd be awesome and then like didn't talk to him for the rest of the day and then all of a sudden like i walked past you guys talking to each other in the pool and overheard seb like giving you the whole business speech on this chroma thing i'm like wait a second <laughs> wait a second where did that come from <laughs> yeah he pitched it to me like yeah. he had been planning this thing for years no you talking to me like you know a few hours before and he was like you want to work on something? I'd be like, I kind of been thinking that this has been rattling in my mind. It'd be kind of cool to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the literally the only thing I think um, anyone would be hesitant is just the money because of just the situation mm-hmm. right now. But, yeah. But again, like we had that same hesitation when we did the chair project and yet we figured out a way to make it totally um, viable, you know? Mm-hmm. So and that's the other thing too like if if we did want to take it to the point where we were actually manufacturing it there's ways that we can work around say things like CNC costs we're fortunate enough at the place that I work at Spartec Composites where we have a CNC we have CNC <clears throat> capabilities oh someone literally just got in the shower <laughs> That's the most annoying thing ever okay 2 seconds I'm going to get my little egg carton soundproof panels. Okay. Oh, man. (laughs) But But that's that like, that's an advantage. I think that can you still see me? You can still see. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. But I also think like, if we were able to actually make some of these and sell them, the mm-hmm. price that we would sell them at, like you're peeking around the head curtains, uh, the price you have to sell them at would easily cover CNC. Like if we had to outsource yeah. it to go to somewhere and be like, here, like we have the material. CNCing like that type of like a like a flat thing, even though it's like a lot of holes. Like the running cost isn't that much in reality. No, it's not, not that much at all. Like 
it's only when you're like seeing, seeing some big 3d metal objects you're working with metal takes longer mm-hmm. it's you know it's like 3d printing the z height equals more time usually yeah. like whereas if it's something flat like that like and realistically that can cut that pretty quick like yeah i think like the main chroma chair you can cut in 18 or 19 minutes yeah like it's even though it's a lot of holes it's simple for a computer yes. to do like it's a super simple shape to cut right so and it's flat and everything so like if we were actually able to sell some i mean i feel like first off we had a we would it would be a make to order thing anyways yeah but also it'd definitely. be like all right here client here pay us like there's a deposit 50 percent up front 50 percent before it ships yeah 50 percent up front and then we go and get that cnc'd and honestly like especially being like a designer item and making it worth our time like man we i feel like that if we were able to sell them that'd be make some good money off of that just because of totally. what it is totally it's like pitch it as say a four to six week lead time I can also talk like I could totally James would be so on board. James is my boss mm-hmm. out of for those who require context. James is the type of guy that like when he hired me, he hired me to support someone who had just come out of design school and was keen and interested in getting into the industry. But he also said he's like, I understand the struggles of being a student. And I understand how tough it can be, especially when you're trying to just get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. But he's also the type of person that would support a creative endeavor like that. Right. So I, th- I think like if we pitch to him like, hey, this is what we're thinking, he would be on board to help us out for sure. You know, yeah. whether that's like helping us use the CNC machine, helping us learn how to actually operate the CNC machine. Be- I, I have a feeling he'd be totally on board with that. For able to give us a a deal if we were cutting a bunch of them or something like that yeah or like even if even if we whatever profit that we make off of the product yeah like we'd pay a percentage of that goes towards paying spartech as a manufacturer and then it's split four ways amongst the amongst the four of us like i'm i'm sure all of us would be totally cool with that that's a totally fair thing for if someone would be willing to help us do that, like that's more than fair in my opinion. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be really cool, honestly. I, I do you think like I know last time we brought this up, and I was like, do you think we would change anything? And it, mm-hmm. and I think we both came to the agreement, like, well, looking at it, like, I mean, you've got one in your room, I've got one, pretty much in my room down here in the basement, and I see it all the time, every day. And there isn't anything that jumps out as like, oh yeah, that needs to be changed. That looks wrong. Like the proportion looks right. The the scale looks right. Like everything looks good. It works. But I wonder like- Everything fits really well. Do you think we would sit in it and be like, actually, I think we should change this or- Hmm. Interesting, right? Personally, I don't think so, but I'm also the type of guy to- to say that just so that we don't have to do extra work on the project just to get it done yeah like i mean like i know like when the judges some people would sit in it and they would have some criticisms but like even the chaise lounge like i'll sit in every now and then and like it's comfortable for me like it's not something you'd sit in for like four hours straight but it was also not meant for that it's not a couch exactly you know you want to if you want a couch you want a fucking couch buy a couch yeah so it's like you know i think it's pretty comfortable to be honest 
I think so. I think it's worth it's worth a shot. You know, you never know. You never know what could happen out of it. That's the other yeah, thing. True. You get one person that's just really interested and they want one. Why not? I mean, it'd be one of those things if we were able to get it on like Design Milk, whatever, and oh, we got man. a comment or got an email like, you know, how much would it be to buy one of these? Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, seven and a half grand. Good question. <laughs> yeah, literally. It would be like. It wouldn't be like a three hundred dollar chair, but that's also because like, of what it is, right? Like it's a, mm-hmm. it's it's literally it's it's hand built. Other than the pieces being CNC, the rest is literally hand built, right? Yeah, hand built by the designers. By the designers, like, like I know we got down the the actual manufacturing costs is pretty low because mm-hmm. we were able to figure it out. Like the CNC is pretty cheap. The, yeah. the, I mean, the robing cost is like our time essentially. Yeah, it's just labor, which is the only thing which makes it expensive. But that's, that's it. Um, the actual rope itself is not expensive. Um, but again, yeah, like it would work out to be. Like the the, the chair would have to be a, a, I would say minimum three grand, and the chaise lounge like, four minimum. Yeah. I feel like you'd probably get away with two, like something like two grand for the smaller one. You could, one. yeah. I was, yeah, I was trying to get. It would. It would also be material dependent, right? Like you can. You obviously have a base one that's maple or something, but if you want to offer something that's has a bit more of a primo look, you obviously go with a more expensive wood. But that also means the thing's gonna end up costing more. Yeah, it's like a car, right? Starting at <laughs> twenty five hundred. Yeah, Twenty four exactly. ninety nine, or if you're pitching it as something like that's a, that's solid hardwood, that's its own bag of worms that, that you gotta be, worry about. See, that would be a little bit um, more demanding on the CNC because mm-hmm. that would take a lot Definitely. longer. Definitely, because you have to do it without just burning the shit out of it, and it'd be tougher mm-hmm. to cut. But and that'd be that'd be heavy, and obviously the wood itself would be hella pricey. But yeah, exactly. Um, Especially like a so, what is that four by eight sheet of like wall like three quarters walnut or whatever that would be well yeah well what what I would do is you buy big price. you figure out like take the profile of it block it out in something that's say twelve inches wide and then from that you establish your minimum lengths that you need to create that profile and then basically just like dowel or biscuit joint them together to create that shape. So that way you're minimizing the waste. And then like you're not... Yeah, do it that way, you think. You wouldn't just do it out of a yeah. big piece? Well, if I was going to cut two profiles out of one sheet, then I would make it a full sheet. But plane everything down originally, like buy rough, buy rough lumber so that you can yeah. get it cheaper. And then plane it, join it so all the, all the, cent, all the eye, sides and ends are square. And then dowel join everything together. But you'd have to arrange the biscuits or the dowels in a way where it's not going to get cut by the CNC machine. Yeah, that'd be the thing. And then just trace yeah. it out. So there'd be a bit of planning involved, but it's totally doable. Yeah, that's where. I'd but then be, again, that's, that's even more labor, right? Yeah, that's where I'd be like, I uh, just costs for the whole sheet. Yeah. And then pretty the, expensive. And then the the scrap is just leftover wood for other use. Yeah, more projects. More projects. Pretty cool though. But you pretty cool. The whole sheet. Really cool. I think there's a lot of potential in that. Mm. Very exciting things. So that means if you'd like to follow along the journey of the Chroma Chair process, then uh, all you have to do is follow us on Instagram. And Zach, what is that Instagram? 
process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful. You're going to go have a nap. You're going to rest that brain of yours. Make sure you don't have COVID. And yeah, I know, right? So Scary. You don't die. It's one of those things. It's yeah. like, I was kind of joking around first because it's like, obviously I'm in like the least risky demographic. Like I don't have any major health problems that I know of. Um, and I'm like in the age bracket where like the risk of anything too serious is like very, 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 very slim. Yeah. But it's, I'm more concerned as like, I don't want to pass to other people, right? Yeah, that are exactly. Like, Cause like sometimes like my, my mom will sometimes go see my grandparents or my brother will, or you know what I mean? It's like, ah, yeah. I hate to That's be, risky. I'd hate to be the one to pass things on. Right. So it's like, that's the thing of like going to do some work. It's like, hmm, you know, could Maybe I, it's not could I tough through idea. it? I'm not a baby. I could tough through it if I really wanted to, but it's like, without even being silly like is that actually too much of is that too stupid at this point you could you could be risking it that's the, right that's a dangerous thing yeah so whatever play it uh, my recommendation play it we'll safe see. let's see if i wake up tomorrow exactly you gotta grim, but... you gotta make it till tomorrow that's the first step i'll let and you know i'll let you know in the morning if i have covid <laughs> i think beautiful. i have covid beautiful if you have covid send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com let us know how it was tell us your experience and if you got a really cool story maybe we will uh, get you on the show and just chat about your whole covid experience because i don't know that you had a virus this microorganism that has created a full worldwide global has literally shut down the planet <laughs> yeah literally in yeah. a matter of weeks crazy it's pretty intense it's not not cool in a humorous way but i don't know it's it's just interesting it's interesting mind sure. stuff yeah so ladies and gentlemen don't worry zach's not gonna die we'll be back here tomorrow for another episode of the process podcast thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one catch you peace